This is People and Property, the relocation podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Christine. Join us as we tell all about the wonderful business that is international relocation. Welcome. This is People and Property, the relocation podcast. And this is episode five. What does any of this have to do with relocation? So I'm all alone today because I want to clear something up. I'm conscious that Christine and I have been telling our story about how we got into the relocation business back in the 1980s when there was a massive crash in the uh, housing market. And in telling that story, we've been focusing on how we fell into a a major relocation project completely by accident. Uh, But that story has focused on a bespoke departure program that we put together for a Canadian aerospace company with a specific problem. That corporate client needed an uh, urgent solution for that problem. But people in the UK who do know something about relocation have been wondering what all that, which really focuses on home sale assistance, what all that has to do with the business of relocation as they understand it. In the UK, people who do know something about the niche area of relocation think of relocation as only being about property search, whether that's acting as a buyer's representative, a buyer's agent, and in that regard, think of programs like Location, 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 which I mentioned when I introduced this whole podcast uh, right at the beginning. Um, Those sort of programs which focus on helping buyers to find their ideal home. That might be uh, that sort of area of home finding, uh, property search, or as another area that's uh, that's, uh, quite well known, certainly amongst estate agents, letting agents, is rental search, those home search consultants who provide uh, rental search to help renters, usually from overseas, uh, to find their perfect rental home. Uh, And those people uh, tend to be freelance consultants working from home. And they tend to work exclusively for larger relocation companies, well, relocation companies, I should say, large and small, the, ra- the larger relocation uh, companies tend to outsource the whole search to the freelancer, who's usually somebody who works from home. Uh, they might, uh, so they might do the, all the research, finding properties for the family that's coming in from another country. They'll take them out on tour. Um, they'll do all the negotiations and perhaps even provide some move-in services to help them with the uh, inventory check-ins and, and that sort of thing. And those uh, freelance uh, home search consultants simply invoice on a a job-by-job basis, depending on the market. If they're good and reliable, that's very key. Uh, They'll get a steady flow of work from the relocation companies that they work for without having all the worries and risks and liabilities of contracting with the direct, uh, directly with corporate clients. But some people who were Uh, freelance home search consultants end up actually moving into running their own relocation company and 
and uh, having their own freelance consultants out on the field that they use on an as-needed basis. So our journey when we started uh, our business in the 1980s, when we started Saunders 1865, the VIP relocation company, as we call it, uniquely really for the UK market, we didn't start in property search at all. Um, as you will have been hearing as you follow our, follow our story, we started in home sales. We got a major home sale project that involved getting homes sold throughout the United Kingdom to help a company that needed to move new, new people they had newly acquired, talent they had newly acquired, uh, to Canada. And then we got more of those sort of contracts. And we didn't actually get into property search until a little bit later. And you'll be discovering, discovering more about how that all came about when Christine, I, Christine and I returned to our story in the uh, forthcoming episodes. But apart from clearing up any confusion for our, particularly for our UK listeners, because I, I don't think that our uh, American and Canadian uh, colleagues, or uh, listeners I should say, uh, will have had the same confusion in their minds because in that part of the world, the business of relocation actually traditionally was more associated with home sales than it was with property search. It was sort of the other way around. Uh, but apart from clearing that uh, up, I did have another reason for jumping on this podcast uh, today, and that's this. It's to do with the feedback that we've been getting, and we do love to get uh, listener feedback because it helps us really shape um, our, our episodes so that they are responding to what our listeners want to know more about. So the feedback uh, that we've, we've been getting is from people who've indicated that they would really like to learn more and they'd love to get that they'd love to get started in the relocation business. And actually, that's something that we love we love to hear. Um, and I, I think uh, that this interest, this feedback, uh, has been fueled by a number of things, um, largely as a result of the you know whole horrible COVID pandemic that we've all been having to contend with. People who are in the property industry uh, have been getting a taste, I think of a better work-life balance because obviously they've been having to work much more from home um, and they've got a, a taste of uh, being managing their own destinies a bit more and perhaps not being quite so much at the beck and call of a boss. Uh, they've been able to have a more flexible working arrangement and set more able to set their own Hours. And I think a lot of them, from what I've been hearing, and I can certainly understand this, uh, have actually loved working from home and spending more time with their families, their children. They've also, uh, we're hearing sort of concerns about a looming job crisis. I mean, the property market has, in many ways, uh, been booming <clears throat> uh, as people have... Um, wanted as we've did as christine and i did we 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 loved living in london but 
this whole pandemic situation made everything that we loved about London go away. And it amplified, suddenly amplified the things that were disadvantages of living in the big city. So we, we uh, very early on in the, in the pandemic decided that we were going to put London behind us as a home and move out to uh, the Cotswolds. And uh, a lot of people, as you'll be, have been hearing in the news, have been doing exactly the same thing. So, you know, I, I, I certainly, uh, certainly understand people thinking, oh, no, I was going back to, I lost my thread there a little bit. Sorry. Uh, the property market has been booming to a certain extent, uh, fueled by this, this people wanting to make this sort of life change. But, you know, I think that it's highly likely that that situation is not going to endure. And uh, you know, there are some worrying things on the horizon, aren't there? With the, you know, clearly a lot of people, a lot of people are going to be made redundant. And uh, that, I, I can't help but feel that that's going to have a, 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 an effect on the property market, which is going to be deep and dark. <laughs> um, you know, I could, I've heard people talk in terms of uh, you know, perhaps a 20% drop in values. I hope that that's not realized, uh, but I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's incredible. <clears throat> I think it could happen. So, you know, that obviously will impact uh, people who are in a state agency and related businesses. Um, and so they're worried about, the looming job crisis. And I know some, some people have indicated that they were thinking of even starting their own estate agency because they wanted to get more control over their lives and who can blame them. Uh, but they're concerned about the costs that are involved in, in that. They're concerned about having to, to, you know, having to gain the credibility to be able to get listings from, from vendors. They're worried about paying for portals. They're worried about what the portal's um, intentions might be. Will they take over the, the property market? So will they dominate? I mean, after all, uh, you know, they seem to have been able to, um, without naming any names of in particular portals, but they seem to have been able to rack up their fees quite, uh, you know, quite in a, in a stunning way, really. Um, and you know, estate agents have commented to me that they really have felt compelled to just pay their tithe, as it were. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think people are beginning to think, well, maybe the real money is going to be on the other side of the transaction. You know, helping all these overseas buyers navigate their way around a rather um, esoteric property system. Uh, we've certainly found that... Uh, uh, that we've built a, a really good business on helping uh, overseas companies and overseas uh, individuals navigate their way around the property market here. A good thing about what we do also is it is it you know we can provide a service that pretty much pays for itself in many cases. You know we can negotiate uh, reductions in in price, reductions in rents. 
that make our fees actually, that dwarf our fees. And also in the relocation industry, there are numerous business models. I mean, we've already talked about, you could be a freelancer working for other relocation companies. Uh, you could be a buyer's agent working from home. Um, you can have different fee structures. Some people work on a success basis. Some people, we've always worked on a fee-for-service basis. It's worked very well for us. Uh, you could even work on a referral fee basis. Uh, like the whole system is, is, has always worked that way in North America with relocation companies able to um, negotiate a big slice of income from, from agents. Of course, they're on much bigger commission rates. I realize that. But then you know, their capital values can be a fraction of ours. So I think it sort of um, works out comes out in the wash. So there are all these opportunities and different business models that the relocation industry opens up for people. Can, you know, their life, people's lifestyles can, I think, um, be matched uh, by, or rather they can, they can mold, that's what I wanted to say, they can mold their business as Christine and I have been able to do. They can mold their business according to their lifestyle needs life is about a lot more i know it's sort of obvious thing to say but life is about a lot more than simply work and what i found when i was in the estate agency business back in the um early, uh, the 70s early 1980s what i found was that i was on this treadmill of, uh, you know just i had no work-life balance at all and really all that changed when i moved into relocation and um, found my life partner, Christine, who also was passionate about the business. All that changed, and we, we started living, really, for the first time. What is it that they say? Well, there's, there's working to live versus living to work. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we very much prefer, prefer the former, and that's how we shaped our lives. And it was only possible because we discovered entirely by accident, uh, the relocation industry. So I think, the, the, I think there's a great future for relocation professionals in the UK. And I think that uh, whereas there was a catalyst for us that was quite accidental, there's this catalyst perhaps that is presenting itself with, uh, as a result of COVID. The whole, I feel that the whole property industry is going to shift quite substantially and i think this is one way that it could shift uh, so i think yes i think there's a great future and i think the future is perhaps um, not in a purple's bricks type of model or a uh, an online agency type of thing i you know that that i think that estate agency has always been a very residential estate agency particularly has always been a very very personal uh, business and all this online business uh, you know of course technology has plays an enormous part but it's it's the people skills people and property the you know the technical knowledge about property but the people skills and providing fantastic personal service and that's something that you are certainly able to do and expected to do in the relocation industry I think that acting for the renters 
um, and acting for people who are seeking out their ideal property. It's certainly something that's been huge, hugely successful for us. Um, and I think it will, I think it will be, whatever my phone went, sorry about that. Um, I think that there's, there's opportunities for other people. So I just wanted to jump on and clear up the confusion uh, um, about uh, relocation um, versus home sales that we were mainly talking about. Um, and uh, also to say that we have really, really been impacted by this feedback that we've had from people who want to get into relocation. And we're going to, we intend to shape uh, what we say in future episodes. We want to continue telling our story. That was our main motive. We just wanted to do that, share that with others. Um, but we will be shaping what we have to say in the future, um, in future episodes, in a way that responds to the, feed, the feedback that we have been getting. Um, so this is, a, this is just me on my own, obviously, today, and so it's a short episode, but I just wanted to get this message out there. I'd like to hear, hear from you. Christine and I would like to hear from you um, if you're thinking of uh, perhaps starting your own um, relocation business, if you've got any questions that you want to ask about. We are very happy to share what experience we've had and to answer the questions as best we can. Uh, so to wrap up, as usual, you can reach us by uh, going to our Facebook page for the podcast, which is www.peopleandpropertypodcast. Don't forget the podcast bit. So it's peopleandpropertypodcast.com. That will take you to our Facebook page. You can send a message either privately or you can comment publicly there, whichever you prefer, and it'll get to us and we will definitely deal with it. Um, you can also uh, go to our um, podcast platform directly, which is anchor.fm forward slash people and a and d again property and that will take you to uh, the podcast show notes um, and uh, all of our episodes as, uh, and will enable you to actually send us a voice message that we can actually include in a future show uh, if you like the idea of um, being included in in the show in that way so we would love to hear from you and thank you for listening again today. And we look forward to both being back to share our story further in episode six. Thanks. That's all for me from now. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.